hail and well met, dear traveller. You are listening to the That's Rich <laughs> podcast, the only podcast going out trying to take down those fat cats in bloody Washington. <laughs> um, we go across all of time and space trying to find the great and the bad of uh, sinister rich folk from from the latest NFT gremlin that's rolled out of the swamp to the talk show host that's put them on their show for no discernible reason. <laughs> um, we will not stop until we find all uh, all of them and uh, just bring them to task and tell you about it. And if that's if that's not the case, then my name is not Daniel McKeown, joined as ever by my co-host, Rory Kelly. Hi there. I'm looking to collect all the rich people like NFTs. You know? yeah, I want to yeah, have yeah. them in my human zoo, that's... wearing the bored ape hats, you know, <laughs> looking looking terrible. That's the potential that it has, man. That's the <laughs> potential we have to take that technology to get there. We can own them. We were so on... early to Gary V. Like, he, like, as the new NFT guy, like, I, I see a lot of V content these days, and a lot of people making fun of him, and like, mm. we were out here, you know? Yeah, we, we, know. Knew, we knew this guy was crazy. He's only gotten crazier to be fair he's he's he, uh, keeping up to date with him um he wants to become a digital asset he yeah. wants to upload himself into, oh. the, into a jpeg he wants to be on the metaverse yeah it's made for guys like him absolutely nothing nothing inside <laughs> 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 everything outside um so uh yeah Rory, how you doing i'm doing well daniel yeah how was your uh, holidays it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, this is a weird announcement. I got married. <laughs> <laughs> Which we don't have to talk about. We have other stuff we can back on with. Um, don't really feel like it. Don't I'm really, sure don't... we've talked about it enough please in, in real my, life. Uh, please respect my privacy at this time, um, Toby. <laughs> but um, we, yeah, I got, we, we decided to sort of elope um, and just did... So um, cool. Because it, it, we wanted to really seventy bucks at the Cook County, uh, the Cook County Courthouse. That's a steal. Um, I know, pretty good. They, it's sixty bucks for the marriage license and ten bucks on the day, which, <laughs> which is a great policy because it's definitely a win for sleazebag judges. Like, <laughs> yeah. Come on, like way back when, um, like renting a bounty castle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but we're 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 extremely happy and extremely in love and yeah it was just Aww. the most amazing day um Aww. but i sort of i wanted to throw it in just in case i suddenly start saying my wife like and mm -hmm, it's not mm -hmm. my wife you yeah know? for you for you guys who update the wiki and keep, yeah keep yeah the, yeah uh, keep the canon on good form you can now note that daniel is officially married so yeah yeah, yeah. Congratulations. there's single days marriage um death i guess is what's next <laughs> legacy legacy accusations yeah. of embezzlement yes yeah 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 um <laughs> I knew that was coming. You, I knew you're an embezzling type, Rory. And just the only reason you have an embezzlement is because we don't make any money. So that's a... Oh, you wait. Yeah, just yeah. Once we start making money, you're going to have no idea where it's you, gone. You embezzle my free time. <laughs> a greater crime than anything in the white collar circles. Um, but um, if for those who are listening for the first time, um, this is we take a sort of different figure or cultural thing from rich people from all across time, and we just delve deep and trying to understand the mindset of the... Um, of the hyper rich um, and this week you know if you've listened to this show before you know that we talk about the hyper rich as this sort of unassailable immutable fact like like wife guys or tristan thompson fucking up they come in different flavors but essentially are unchangeable but this week we wanted to look at what happens to the unshakable when you shake it to its core like a <laughs> polaroid picture so in that vein uh, we're going to take a look at what happened to the french nobility during the time of the french revolution Yes. When, yes. when everything they knew came crashing down, how did they react? How normal were they about it? My guess mm. is they were very normal, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just going to put it on French Revolution, right? Uh, you know, chalk that up for us, right? It's one of our few dubs historically. Yeah, you know, we did good. That was a good team, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Mm. Those, were, those were 
closet that stretch fans you know mm. like in the kind of uh there were always christians before christ way. yeah know? of like, course these yeah, guys yeah, yeah. Are on our side um so yeah it's, uh, we don't get many doves. To I know. Speaking. Yeah, I'm thinking about the other wins we've had. I guess like the the Che uh, Guevara not getting assassinated a bunch of times was that's true. But then he did get assassinated. Yeah, that's true. They eventually. got him. Yeah, we actually did lose that one. Um, um, but he, he had a good innings. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you say about most of our of our heroes. Like, yeah, he had a yeah, good innings. Exactly. He, yeah, he, he gave it, it a good 14. go. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him, you know. And I'm not gonna lie, none of the people we're gonna talk about made it to 40 on this. No, I don't, God even no. not even the ones I don't know how they died. They definitely <laughs> didn't make it to 40 in in revolutionary France. Yeah, yeah. Um, but really, to my mind, the cause of the French Revolution is really that people at the time were sort of figuring out how to be messy, gossipy bitches, <laughs> and I mean that very literally because everything. So everything was just kind of shite in France. Um, mm-hmm. in the time. Um, the, the ideas of the Enlightenment were starting to spread through salons in Paris. The bourgeoisie were wanting more and more political power. The peasants liked their lives, finally. And, <laughs> like, didn't massively want to do feudalism. And then there was the war with Austria, uh, which was bankrupting the government. And to top it all off, there's a bad harvest. Oh, always, always. Keep an eye on those grain reserves, that, yeah, motherfuckers. It is so important. I, just, by the way, I just can't, uh, can't help but point out that, as you described... <laughs> Conditions are bad in pre-revolutionary France. The first thing you say is, "Those guys in cafes talking about yeah, I know, yeah, which yeah. obviously I hate." Was the most important number thing. one. <laughs> is, oh my god! These oh, fuckers. top of the list. Top of Absolutely. the list. Yeah, I hate to be there. Absolute boring shit. You know. Well, the power of ideas, Rory. It's oh, the power of god, ideas. God. You know, that's first and foremost. Can you imagine like having to meet Jean-Jacques Rousseau, and he oh, smells, no. and oh, he has his book, god. and like, oh. It would be so hard. I mean, it, it's so hard to sell philosophy now to some people. Yeah, um, damn right. Yeah, and to me specifically. <laughs> um, imagine back, back then wearing like horsehair wigs. Yeah. and every third word is verily. Yeah, you know, literally. Like, even in France, you'd don't be like, at me. I don't care. <laughs> you wouldn't be invact- invited back to, for the ball. You know, you'd like, yeah, you'd not, be out yeah. on your ass. Um, uh, but really, um, that what, how we're going to do this is I'm going to pick out certain figures and then just sort of explain their story of what mm-hmm, happened to them mm-hmm. during that time. And mm-hmm. the first fancy pants aristocrat, and arguably the linchpin, the, the linchpin uh, fancy pants aristocrat, is of course my favorite himbo, Louis the Sixteenth, um, who King. fucked Literally. up at every single <laughs> stage. Like he did so bad. Yeah, and yeah. I, I really rate him for he that. He took every left turn on the org chart. He just kept you know the, mm-hmm. the path that leads directly to having your head in a basket mm-hmm. um, uh, poor dude he was like people already were hating him in mm-hmm. this time just because he was really out of touch obviously mm-hmm. and there was a period of the great fear and uh, then when the bastille was stormed mm-hmm. in july 1789 mm-hmm. louis and his family moved to the tuileries palace instead mm-hmm. um there was also stories of um i say stories because I, I didn't i don't know if it was true but when revolutionaries stormed his palace and made him drink to the revolution and then oh, yeah. sort of left um <laughs> I, I, which is my favorite historical story ever because it's like do it and he's like, okay and Shit. they're like he did it i guess maybe we have to reconsider what our beliefs are that's literally like no harm i mean they're not they're not terrible but um uh, extinction rebellion for a while one of their requirements was number one declare a climate emergency right and yeah, in 2018 yeah. the, the or the 2019 the johnson government just did it and like, <laughs> oh <laughs> okay just say it Go home, yeah. Guys. yeah okay we say it now what it's literally like the we know you are but what am i <laughs> kind of response is like we're not going to be um by the way there's so many myths about the french Revolution, and there's so many little anecdotes like mm. that and it's like are they true are they not maybe i don't know mm. look we're not doing due diligence oh yeah, yeah okay yeah. we're doing all of them 
enjoy the anecdotes. They're they're central to history for a reason. If Just we tell. yeah, if we're diligent, we're being hardcore on a guy who could remember orally and repeat <laughs> what happened to him under threat of death. Yeah, like, this yeah. is what. So I'm not gonna be, and he's had a hard life, so I'm not gonna do mm, that. Mm, exactly. Um, I'm not gonna take away his last remaining clout. Mm. Um. So he basically Louis was like he knew he had to get out of the city. Mm-hmm. They hated his vibe. And Paris. he knew they love me in the country, <laughs> so like he decides um, to get the heck out of Dodge and flee to Montmedy near the frontier with the Austrian Netherlands, where they could be protected by troops led by royalist officers. Um, he just needed to get away. Mm-hmm. Little, you know, mm-hmm. he just mm-hmm. was like, "I'm tired. I'm so every day's the same. Mm-hmm. You know, I just need to, to his, touch like... some warm grass." <laughs> <laughs> to his king's version of a beach house. Uh, yeah, literally, where you know, he could relax chill he has all his records mm-hmm. it's yeah he just like knows where he's at you know it's yeah. home away from home with Some the austrian space. netherlands yeah. yeah um a mistress or two yeah uh, allegedly maybe I'm not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't like, say that on what a... do you think's gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> the house his of... head will sue me yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the head and the body have actually been suing each other for years they've been in and out of court it's a nightmare oh, it's actually yeah. it's actually just horrible torn the family it's apart. really sad yeah you hate to see it because they're still you know. going yeah um, the money's all gone now. <laughs> the the thing is, what they decide to do is the family all disguise themselves as Russian aristocrats with Louis pretending to be their valet. Um, Can you imagine them, by the way, back when being a Russian aristocrat was fine revolutionary? You know? yeah, like, yeah. Oh, they're actually. just Russians. Let, yeah, yeah. let them through. <laughs> we wouldn't make that mistake again. No, no, just let it happen. Just don't worry about it. It's like, yeah, because there was people, and we'll get on to the people dying in the streets, but there were people dying in the streets, so they were like... Um, you can only imagine they're trying to do the Russian accents as well. I oh can't imagine God. they're good at Russian accents. I don't want to see like, Louis the Sixteenth bit parting. Like you know, I don't want to see his yeah Tsar Nicholas character. His his impulses would be all wrong, and yeah, he'd be exactly. yeah. It would he just... dominates the group. You know, he, he doesn't listen much. Like that's King of France. <laughs> <laughs> this is your problem, Louis. You exactly, don't listen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so initially the plan was to have these lighter coaches that moved faster, but Marie Antoinette insisted that they get the massive royal carriages <laughs> so they could stay together. It's kind of like trying to get across no man's land in like a Hummer. Like they were just trying to <laughs> rolling, like you just won't, yeah. you won't make it. Now would be the time to take that cut in lifestyle everybody's been wanting you to take. Yeah. <laughs> like right this minute. The, the carriage, exactly. the carriage, practically speaking, like it has to be. No, we need the one with a cooler in it. Like, yeah, it's you know, just, it's like, subwoofers no. in the back. <laughs> But I need the I need the diffuser on in the car <laughs> when I'm getting there, or else I'll faint. You know. Um, yeah. It was so slow that they didn't even manage to reach their military escort in time, and the national guard was alerted by the time they reached Saint Mihold. Um, the great lesson is don't print your face on all the money <laughs> that people know who you are and have big paintings of yourself. I've definitely done this bit on, on poker before, but that means there was a guy who like opens this carriage, sees a bunch of Russians yeah. and then does a double take. Goes, <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. That the king Is that the king? No. Who we're trying no, to kill? No. No, well, bullshit. You, you jump as a head. That's what happened. at something oh, old. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, uh, it was, it was a, a postmaster recognized them, but uh-huh. then there was loads of doubt whether it was the king. Oh, my so they God. had to run around and double check and he's like no way and he then so he rides on to Varennes and he informs the local authority mm-hmm. and they're not sure either they're like are you sure <laughs> um, and they eventually find legitimately the oldest dude in town as the story goes <laughs> who upon seeing the royal family when they arrive and they're like arrested and then the guy's brought to them oh my God. he falls to his knees um and is like my liege, you know, and like oh. pays deference. Yeah, Perfect he's a proof. bootlicker ending for this dude. <laughs> it was the fealty that got him. It was like yeah, the, the yeah. um. Don't do that. I was just I I. So I, the oldest man in town 
the the old, like the most like known guy or like the guy that I'd seen through wars and stuff and like was, saw was the brought king. in to was brought in to recognize the, the king. king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, settle at a base. Yeah, yeah. Can Get I... old Jim who's seen four wars. <laughs> this, fuck, this guy's been around. Okay, this guy's seen so much. You have no idea. Is that the king? Chewing gum on just... a pub. Yeah, I know a king. If you show me a king, yeah, I, can, yeah, yeah. I can tell you that's a king. That's like, there's always, it's, it's primo storytelling. It's like, oh yeah, I know. I met Robbie Williams. Like, I met. <laughs> we went, we used to go drinking together all the time. Yeah, pub men have those stories. You yeah. know, I definitely know what the king looks like. I know what he feels he never dresses in Russian garb, you know. No, I'm gonna no, know him yeah, the minute yeah. I see him. Even the disguise was like, "No, you're the king, man." <laughs> like even through the disguise. Um, I'm just imagining though as well. I, I, I was thinking on reading this that like, Louis was like, oh, "Okay, get up, man. Come on, <laughs> don't, don't do that." <laughs> don't, yeah. do, 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 do. <laughs> you're embarrassing, right? Um, <laughs> shit, shit. Um, just an ordinary Joe, you know. Yeah. You don't bow in front of me. But after he does that, Louis announces there is no king in France, and then he is taken back to Paris and put in jail until he's later beheaded. Um, Sorry, what? They declare what does that mean? France a republic. He's like he says like he, oh he, they he get him to, it, yeah. this isn't some sort of bizarre like Kanye West dust. No, no, he's like, not, there he is no king never in France. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then pulls down the shutters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what does he mean? Um, and then but they he were, was the king in France. Yeah, he was tried for treason and later killed um but we'll we'll Oof. we'll get on so there's not actually the story of how he was killed was not that crazy well i mean it was but like you know not compared it's to the, the other story yeah yeah you know. yeah i know but the bar the, the bar is high the bar know? is yeah. high but pretty much the most interesting things will happen within like a week yeah Can you imagine but um so okay hypothetical oh, your yeah. mate louis the 16th goes to prison mm-hmm. for me i wouldn't sit around and do nothing you okay, know, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. be like, time for me to write a manifesto <laughs> and put it out there. That would sort this right out. Because that is exactly what the Duke of Brunswick did. He oh, was commanding yeah. the general of the Austro-Prussian army. Mm-hmm. Um, on the 25th of July, ni- 1792, he releases the Brunswick Manifesto, essentially saying, hey, guys, leave off Louis or I'll box your ears. <laughs> like, he, he shows real, uh, like, fealty to the king and be yeah. like we do not respect these views and stuff and mm. everyone goes batshit because they already <laughs> think that because of his wife um yeah. that louis is a, a spy for austria and mm. they running the country so yeah. they just hate it yeah um yeah so as posh people do in real life they get he gets super defensive right and he yeah, goes yeah, to yeah. bat for his boy yeah and he's like if they come for us they're gonna come for us. but also louis's wife is also from hungry so yeah like it couldn't look more like what is actually happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's an international aristocracy <laughs> and they hate all of the people within their own nation. Yeah, literally. It was like, yeah. the, the which you're not meant to write down. It was literally like, don't make that so clear. It's a bit like, I don't know if you've ever seen articles where someone's getting in trouble for doing blackface, a celebrity, and mm-hmm. people comment below like, what's wrong? I did it last year. <laughs> and showed a picture of them in Boom. blackface. <laughs> um, and I feel like it's like that. And it's like, you, exactly. just, you don't, you you just don't know what we're even you on about You think you're right writing now. a manifesto. What you're creating is a portfolio of heads they want to cut off. Yeah, right? literally. You're volunteering. Like, mm, me next on the stuff. Yeah, he just makes this so much worse. And then he, yeah, and then he, he gets him. And then this leads to, because it leads to the September massacres, which mm-hmm. was in September 2nd, 1792, mm-hmm. where gangs of armed working Republicans known as San Colots cool. stormed the city's prison cool. and killed between uh, 1,100 and 1,400 prisoners. <laughs> There's a margin for error of about 300 people we might have missed. They um, weren't counting. They were having the time of their lives. Yeah. <laughs> they really, yeah. Um, it was just, I, it is the Streisand effect. Like, in the first example, I think, even before <laughs> Streisand. They really were, Walk like... me through that. Because the Streisand effect is like, you know, uh-huh. when you say something about a situation, you make it worse. 
I thought the point of the Streisand effect was like you you don't want something to be seen, but then yeah. you, you talk about it a lot. And yeah, 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 yeah. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This. Oh, this, right. This feels like I feel like such a moron. <laughs> no, it's not. It reminds me of the Mandela effect, which is when, which is when uh, oxygen bonds with hydrogen, <laughs> and uh... it's actually when Nelson Mandela also pipes up to defend you, and it doesn't work. Yeah, literally. Know, nobody, <laughs> God, that would suck so bad. Like even Nelson Mandela even can't, can't get you out court. of it. Um, and then this leads to the Terror in 1793, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then this kicked off the greatest threat to the nobility in France at the time. Mm-hmm. So. Who were these nobility? <laughs> what happened to them? Well, I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you about some. Please um, do. Mainly how the ones who... The fallen. Who didn't make it. <laughs> poor one um, out my boys. Poor one out for my boys. Um, <laughs> so many tights ruined. So, I know. <laughs> so many horsehair wigs never to be worn again. So many leeches never oh, leached. Can you imagine? I know. Can you imagine the royal blood we've been deprived of? Oh. Lovely leeches. We could keep... Someone's got that. Someone's got that. <laughs> I believe enough in old money that someone's got that. Someone's got a vial of French Revolution blood. This is um, also coincidentally the year harpsichord usage just like drops, just, just falls yeah. off a cliff. You know? Sorry, man, I haven't been able to focus on the music. I, I've sort of been fighting for my life out here. No one's touching those keys. Yeah. They. So the first on the chopping block is a lady called Marie Louis of Savoy, who you might have guessed from the name was the Princess of Lambeau. <laughs> uh, she was friends with Marie Antoinette uh, because I think there's only so many people you can talk to about being a teen bride that like you, you <laughs> kind of gravitate to the right people. Yeah, yeah, th- those people find each other, mm. you know. But uh, rumors start spreading. You know how people gossip oh, um, about them having a, a, a relationship, oh. a, a sexual oh. relationship. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, it's and France. There's no grain. What no. else are you going to talk about? This is, well, they, they would talk about it as proof of Marie's Austrian depravity, which is like... <laughs> which is just like no, yeah, sorry, do you mean being cool? Is that what you're trying to say? It's too much. It's kind of gross. <laughs> do not like it. Can you imagine a time when French people weren't into that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. You know, pro- I'm glad they had that revolution. They picked then, up right? a lot of stuff that they're into now, <laughs> such as protesting yeah, and, exactly. and, and guillotines, fire, you know. <laughs> They still break those out, the old <laughs> classics. They still play the hits, you know. Um, so they storm her house. She refuses to swear loyalty to the revolution, misses mm. a trick, and so they throw her to the baying mob where mm. she is promptly torn to pieces. Mm. The frenzied revolutionaries then attached her head to a pike and carried it to the queen's prison cell where they tried to force the queen to kiss the severed head of her dear friend. <laughs> At which point she said, okay, this thing, this fantasy you have is clearly more about you guys. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, guys yeah. got something going. It's good. Like, Press like, it! <laughs> I don't. Why do you? Why are you yeah. so into this? You love this, don't you? you love, I'm gonna kiss it too. <laughs> you delicious. And then you kiss, kiss it, and I watch. And then yeah, she loves to play. <laughs> that's fascinating. You know, I didn't uh, know that, and um, that's really interesting because um, uh, in in England, um, uh, one of the guys who um, really uh, sticks up for. Marie Antoinette and the other mm-hmm. royals is a guy called Edmund Burke who, who writes this book about um, yeah uh, the French Revolution and why it's bad. One of the things that he um, writes in this reactionary tract against the French Revolution is mm-hmm. is a long passage about that moment where revolutionaries stormed into Marie Antoinette's mm-hmm. bedchamber and they get really really he he dwells very much on like the kind of scantily clad clad queen being you know. Uh, in a weird way. Attacked or... by, in a totally weird way. In yeah, the, yeah. In the, oh, in it's the weird, first yeah. moment of a conservative telling himself. On yeah, his yeah, own, yeah, yeah. Horny. That's so funny. Um, but it turns out the revolutionaries were like that too. So I guess everyone in Europe 
in the 1790s is just thinking about Marie Antoinette and yeah, and, and yeah. how hot she is, and they everybody wants a piece. Everyone you know? has got the sin of horniness, you exactly, know. Everyone, yeah. you can't escape that. I mean, you know, not all of us cut off a head and like, <laughs> make a lady kiss it, but you know, I, no. how is that different? How from is that different? Anyone doing anything? I won't accept anyone. Any, you know, uh, any explanation that says it's different at all. You know, yeah. So yeah, um, if only Louis had realized that. Hey. You want to bang my wife? I want to bang my wife. We can build a country. Out we of this, can do you know? this. <laughs> we have enough in common. Let's here. do business. You can, <laughs> you can give me a, a settlement. You know, <laughs> come on. Oh. Um, so yeah, um, the second up we got is John Paul Marat, who was a journalist. Oh yeah. Newspaper had consistently attacked conservative voices within the revolutionary faculties. Cool. Uh, specifically, a group called the Girondins. Mm-hmm. Uh, on July thirteenth, seventeen ninety-three, Marat was taking a bath as treatment for his skin condition. <laughs> Cause he's uh, cause he's really got it together. This guy, he's a real, he's a real heartthrob in the writing his papers. Yeah, he was like the first sexy poster guy. Where he's yeah, like, yeah, he's like yeah. actually miserable, but like people, oh wow, he's this mysterious man. Where does he live? Mostly in water up to his waist, like at <laughs> with, all times, with his like frayed off skin in his own <laughs> fucking thing. But uh, Charlotte Cadet, a Girardin, uh, showed up as a flat, and she had claimed to have important information for him. Uh, so he allowed her to address him in the bar. That was the privilege. <laughs> This is serious. Come in, come in. I have important documents. Oh, oh let her into the bar. You're not going to get out? No, the bar's, the bar's <laughs> really wanna, bad. You want to meet her in the hall? I can't. Not even for a second. Yeah, no. yeah, I got a date later then. My skin is really <laughs> gross right now. Um, so, uh, and then she came in, and then instead of delivering her message, Corday stabbed him with a knife, um, and he Amazing. died in the bath. Um, wow. Which, I don't know. It, it's kind of a good way to go. I respect the, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's a casualty for for Team Revolution, you know. So I'll take it. I can't. <laughs> I, I can't. You know. Hey, we can't win all the time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you know, we've got to have suitably dramatic deaths as well. You know, if Marie Antoinette gets to kiss her yeah. best friend's head on a stick. You know, it's good to know that everyone gets their five minutes, their fifty minutes of fame. Exactly. You know, like wow. it's like a good era for good death. I'm gonna ask you something right now. Sure. How would I? Um, is this how I would? I would. Want how to? would? How would you want to go? You know, revolutionary, revolutionary speaking. Ooh. Yeah. You know, what's your what's your dream death? Ideally, am I a royal in this? Am I noble, noble or a revolutionary? Choose your own. Choose your own adventure. Uh, I. I'm gonna say okay, fine. You're you're a uh, you're a revolutionary. I'm a revolutionary. You participated. Okay. okay. But the poshos come for you. I'd love to die trying to save my friend in like the sewer, like trying to pull him. Like, oh on, yeah, not yeah. Much further, and I die that way. <laughs> That's how I die as a revolutionary. And then, but I'd be like the hothead, you know, you know, yeah, the one who's like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. dangerous. This is getting out of control. <laughs> and they're like, quiet, uh, Stephanie, or whatever it is, you know. So um, you think this is I've World War One? <laughs> yeah, um, and um, if I was a royal, if I was a noble, okay. I would die. Um. Someone has to be doing something. There's oh gout. There's got to be someone's got. <laughs> someone's someone's rubbing. No wait. no no. Wait wait wait. Let me finish. Sorry. I have gout. Um, okay. Is a and they're rubbing the stakes on me, and then I hear yeah. like the revolutionaries attack someone outside, and I kind of stand up, and then as I'm walking, I slip on a stake. Oh, that's good. Yeah and yeah. Fall yeah. on my back, and then they come in and give, finish me off. That's really good. That's like a really you it. know brought low by your. <laughs> By your own um, horrible decadent disease. I thought I couldn't believe it when Just I thought gout. you were going to say off stage because of gout. I <laughs> Everybody else is getting killed by die of gout, incidentally. Yeah. Um, probably gout, I guess. I don't know why anything else would get me. There was no other great threat to me. Yeah, no, but nobody else could, um, could step to me. But um, the third guy, um, the third man that died is uh, Louis Hercule Timoleon de Cos Brizac, um, who's got the best what, name so far. What a name. Um, butchered by what? myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I think when you have that many names, you just accept it. You don't expect it for for people to get six out of six. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> is yeah, yeah, high, yeah. Is high odds. Bam, bam, bam. bam. You'll um, take four. Uh, on September 9th, 1792, he was slaughtered at Versailles in the September massacres. The murderers cut off his head and stuck it on a pike. Classic. Oh, yeah. um, they then paraded the pike all the way to the apartment of Madame de Barry, where they chucked it through a window, causing the wound to faint in horror. Um, <laughs> yes, there's a lot of that going around, it seems. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's and... funny how it's and this this really does happen in revolutions uh you know a style gets taken up you mm, know it's yeah like, it's, it's like when a new genre emerges or something like yeah, yeah 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 like, yeah oh head cutting i want to do head cutting okay how are we gonna put a twist on head cutting right? yeah okay, i'm gonna cut her head and i'm gonna bake it into a pie yeah and yeah, I'm gonna yeah put a pie on her body and she's gonna be like queen pie head queen pie <laughs> man you're overthinking that one it's like, like it's, it's almost like a new brand of creativity it's like wow i never knew this was my vocation <laughs> yeah. was killing ma- killing nobles in creative ways <laughs> can you imagine yeah seeing your fellow you know french fishermen yeah, yeah, yeah. suddenly have way too clever ideas is for how to mutilate noble corpses. He's going to be out at sea. What if we, we stuck our legs to her chest? If we she... made her walk like a dog. <laughs> and then she swims and she dances and she's a thing. And oh I... my god. She's yeah. going full. You like might be a genius. Full pitch meeting. It just feels like, yeah, it's it's um, it's um, not good for them, I guess. <laughs> but like, for who? Are, well, I guess for everybody, like, essentially. Because this lasted yeah, no. like 10 years and then it was like, yeah, we're back to normal. Um, <laughs> Okay, we all did a lot of weird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all got really into head cuttings. The lights came on. We're back on now. Oh, come goodness. home. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm coming down. Um, <laughs> My fucking head is killing me. Um, <laughs> so, uh, finally, uh, this sort of brings us back to Louis. We have Joseph Foulon de Dewey, who is the minister of King Louis's finances. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on the same sort of health kick as Louis, and he knew he had to get out of town, but mm-hmm. was caught and made to walk barefoot back to Paris. Um, a large mob apprehended the former finance minister and decided to take justice into their own hands. They first set out to lynch de Dewey, so they d- tied a rope around his neck and attached it to a lamppost. But the rope broke three times. Uh, the rope broke three times because he was overweight. Oh! I like to think that's when he was like, I really should go to the gym. This is... This is... <laughs> I really should have tried it. Like, this is ridiculous. He, um... I blame the rope guy. I'm not going. That's not his fault. Why would... (laughs) Hey, guys, we're going to do a revolution. No need to shame anybody for their size, you know? I would think that after years of not going to the gym, he would finally be like, yeah, it's paying off. Now it's It's like that moment where, um... Allegedly, again, in in revolutionary mythos, they say Uh that the, uh, when they tried to shoot the, um... Uh, Tsar Nicholas II and his family in the uh, Russian Revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That initially the bullets didn't make an impact because of all the jewelry. Oh, <laughs> fuck off! <laughs> they say that's true. They say, I don't know. I have no idea if that's it's the not fucking. But you know, there's a degree at which, yeah. But that's so about clout... him. That's so about him that I touch you. That's like what he wanted to happen. That's true, but he died. I mean, he's not, he's not right in his own fucking obit. Like, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, there is a level at which you know. The privilege and the clout are so strong, they can't. They just can't touch you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try and hang me. I've been yeah. using the sweetest of meats and jellies <laughs> for years. Oh yeah, he's the winner in all of this. Yeah, yeah. he's he's gone, but he had a good he got a good run. Um, so finally, <laughs> the the rope breaks. Sorry, Sorry go. Ahead. Look, I've maxed out gout on my yeah, stats. Yeah. Like, you simply can't kill me. You're gonna have to kill the gout first. How long do you think I have? Like, yeah, how long do you think I'm gonna last? Yeah, five Prob- more minutes. Yeah, exactly. then, yeah, yeah. Maybe till this afternoon. Yeah. Just let me be. Um, so the crowd relented, and they're like, "We'll just 
behead this dude. Like, this is bullshit. They don't take it as a sign from God. Like, three rope snaps, and I'm like, okay, God wants this see. man to yeah. live. Yeah. He's got to really bring it if he's going to yeah. convince them of that. If he's just like, I don't know. Like, he's like, fuck <laughs> this dude. I'm going to keep going. Um, yeah, and I guess if there's a conspicuous reason, he's not, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. So they removed his head, stuffed his mouth with straw, and displayed his severed head. You guessed it. Oh, on a pike. Yeah. Oh, I wish I was the guy who brought the pikes. You know? he, oh my big, God. big time for the, the pike sandwich. <laughs> pikes here. Get your pikes. <laughs> and they're not Stick like tiki right torches neck. now. Guns they're just the like, we want oh, this. Yeah, guys. we're into this. Imagine if the pike guy is like, we do not condone the actions. <laughs> we believe pikes should be used. For no, their store. Fish. Uh, no, their storefront is covered in them. Like they've yeah, got noble yeah. heads stuck on the pike. They got two for one offers. Yeah. Bacon, great for men's and women's heads. <laughs> Stick Bri- it right in you. <laughs> Bring back a nobleman on a pike, and your next pike is free. Also, <laughs> getting into the into the <laughs> into the heads on sticks game. <laughs> Get in before you move it. It's like it's a business. It goes in a circle. I think they're working for them, really. They got a guy out there like twirling pikes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the guy who twirls the sun. spinning it around his head. Whoa, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got into it. I got into it. Yeah, just getting by. <laughs> Getting my skateboarding up, so <laughs> um, it's it's just in short, shit's just crazy. Everything yep. is 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 just out of hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have another hypothetical for you. Oh please, okay. You're a different friend of yours. Okay, has been you know killed in the street. Beheaded. Still close. Still, still we're still close. good mates. Yeah, you're yeah, a very yeah, yeah. well loved individual. I guess <laughs> you have lots of friends, and a lot of them Not are dying a good time in to the have streets. A lot of yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. I'd be looking at my circle. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, look, I'd be looking closely at my circle, at my w- rapidly diminishing circle. <laughs> that's like business advice. Like in your circle, you can't have a guy that's getting killed in the street <laughs> by the bang mob. You just can't. That's not how you build a business. You got to have your friends talking about the real estate. Exactly. Thing. If your circle isn't the one holding the pitchforks and is in fact being attacked by the circle with the pitchforks, mm. then you got to look at yourself. You know, it's a serious question. Yeah. Um, but they have your friend has been killed in the streets, beheaded, his mm-hmm. head put on a spike, thrown through people's windows. Like, what mm-hmm. do you think you should do, Rory Kelly? Shit, me, Rory Kelly. What would you do? Uh, this is sort of your hypothetical. How yeah, would you, yeah. How would, would I react? How would you so try to escape? And how would you and die? So. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I'd get out of dodge uh, fast. Uh, the rest now. Here's what I don't understand, and this is another thing where they should have thought of this. I'm not dressing like a Russian aristocrat. No, right? I know. Yeah, I'm yeah. dressing like. One of the guys who's putting people's heads on pikes. Right? Yeah, yeah. I get one of my close you friends' heads. <laughs> I swap heads and I start waving the the Archduke Daniel McEwen's head yeah, on a yeah, spike. Yeah. Going, I got this fucker. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go somewhere else and yeah, put, yeah, yeah. put it put it somewhere more convenient. And now I would get the fuck out of dodge. I know? do love I do love the idea of people lying about their participation in in the revolution, like the guy, like those weird like urban club stories you hear about. As in, like you know, like oh yeah, I jumped up and I caught my finger in the thing yeah, exactly, and it went everywhere. Yeah. We're like, oh, that was me with my head on the stick. Um, that was me. Yeah. What I what I thought you were gonna do was throw a party. The oh theme yeah, yeah, of yeah. Which is your mate's untimely demise. Um, oh my god. Because this started to happen. <gasps> When Robespierre himself... Hang on, let's say who Robespierre was. Do you want me to, do you want me to yeah, say yeah, who Robespierre yeah. was? Um, so Robes, Robespierre was a prominent lawyer before the revolution. He mm-hmm. was a kind of, maybe most people regard him as a kind of moderate. He was kind of maybe more pro-reform than mm-hmm. anybody had thought. Yeah. Then once the revolution kicks off, my man really hits his stride. He, he goes Joker mode, yeah. <laughs> he went Joker mode at the best time ever to go Joker mode. Where you could, yeah. yeah, when the whole 
continent is going Joker mode. Yeah, he literally was like, "This is my time to shine. I'm yeah. dancing in the street. I'm listening. To, I'm, <laughs> I'm listening to songs from sex offenders and not caring yeah, what you say." Yeah, he's playing XXX Tentacion on loud, and he's dancing in the street to it. He's like, "Yeah." And so Rose Pierre is very prominent figure presiding over the terror and widely regarded. He becomes a kind of almost like righteous priestly figure who's more and more uh, militant than anybody else about having as many people mm-hmm. guillotined as possible. Yeah. Um, so much so that eventually, surprise bitch, it comes for him. Yes. Uh, and he gets guillotined himself. He gets guillotined on July 28th, 1794, which ends the terror and mm-hmm. all surviving aristocrats are like, they waste no time in getting decadent. Oh. Um, there's reports of ornate carriages rolling through the streets of Paris the day after the revolutionary leader's execution. Um, the following year, a trend began um, among some aristocracy where they threw bal de victim, uh, these large extravagant parties. Fashion was the main form of messaging uh-huh. in these subcultures. Um, the men were called incroyable and the women were called the mauvais um, men sheared the back of their heads and women tied their hair up, bearing their necks in the way that executioners prepared the condemned for the guillotine. Most oh ball- my God. Most ball goers tied red ribbons or shawls around their oh, necks. Oh, that's so cool. Cheekily signifying the spout of blood produced <laughs> by the guillotine slicing blade. They, um... Holy shit. Um, so you got your, 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 you got your, you got your chicks in one corner, you got the fellas, <laughs> what your fellas wear, and what the fellas, I'll tell you what they're wearing. They have tie cravats up to their chins, swaddling their throats in layers of cloth that re- resembled goiters, and they wore these collars oh sort my... of ascending yeah. past their eyes. Um, like, all of these elements created the illusion that the incroyables were necklace, chinless monsters. Oh my um, god. They were just like, walking around. <laughs> like, like, this is a good bit. I'm a, I'm a survivor. I, uh, <laughs> Like, um... Okay, hang on. This is gonna take uh, ages to process fully for me. Mm-hmm. I have. Okay, my first instinct is. Uh, first instinct is. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. The aristocracy really are. You know, the story we tell about the French Revolution is that they were so insulated by decades of mm-hmm. um, privilege and decadence that they really, really didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely no lessons to learn. Uh, for nowadays um, <laughs> it was just some shit that happened <laughs> like we're kind of like yeah I and don't you know. couldn't imagine a better example of that than like this starts happening or this i guess this ends mm. and they they keep partying right they keep they turn it into another fashionable trend Can I... on the other hand mm-hmm. yeah, just for just for, on the other hand i don't know maybe you gotta hand it to him because that go, shit's yeah. funny as fuck it That's is really kind of good amazing. yeah 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 how many of these people knew guys got their heads cut off in the dare and it's I know. Like, <laughs> i'm gonna wear red ribbon in honor of joffrey's I'm, oozing blood I i'm saw so over it it's so funny that jeffrey died but like that's not me so um well rory well let me give you one thing because just to, to add to please, that please. so they're walking around with their chinless thing going on um in their final protest these aristocrats would also omit the letter r from their vocabulary as a kind of pushback against the revolution i guess so they okay. were they'd call themselves incoyables just just what is an r know. for revolution yeah i i don't know but i i have to suspect <laughs> I guess um, r is the left-wing letter isn't it it's, so, it's radical it's red yeah. it's you know trying you can't say any of those words yeah you gotta, <laughs> it's adical it's ed, <laughs> ed. it's uh, that's one of those evolution inscrutable posh grievances where they're like it's, oh yeah. we're not gonna say our oh, oh. yeah 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 just, okay he's just yeah. Like, yeah cool good bit man also by the way i just realized I'm, I'm an idiot because i just realized if you omit the r from revolution it says evolution which is much more damning for them <laughs> like, uh, yeah they're also not into that yeah um 
But here's a quote, Rory. I'm sure you're wondering. What were the babes wearing? Yeah, oh, that's not for these pies. What were my babes looking like? This is a quote from Richard Lemen, who is author of uh, Le Petit Maitre de la Mode. Uh, Mervalaus women abandoned the corset in favor of dresses that imitated Grecian statues. <laughs> <laughs> they dressed in shawls and transparent dresses with necklines Hot. that often exposed the entirety of their breasts. Hey, maybe, <laughs> maybe we should stop this whole revolution thing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, girl. damn, damn, shorty. Damn, girl. No corset. Damn, girl. Hold titty That's up. all we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> you should have done this in 1789. <laughs> God, when, where can the, when did let women me, stop? Let me, tra- <laughs> let me loosen the uh, the red velvet around my neck. <laughs> Signify what? Right, let me take off my collar, baby. Hey, you, maybe you want to pull down my massive collar and my wrap around neck stuff. You oh want to hang out, baby God. girl? Girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. They would, they, Damn, yeah. That's hot. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, guess, maybe we should do this party. Maybe we should. Uh, I'm in, yeah. I yeah. mean, if it, if it only takes a huge amount of bloodshed, you know. How sinister would that be if a, go- a guy who lived in Stoke Newington <laughs> through- oh it's like a revolution party yeah, a revolution party. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. fun yeah you know yeah. I think that Silly. would be ushering in the devil that's like inviting a vampire in they yeah literally yeah yeah, yeah yeah you know, they, know, they know what's coming um, they do that but you know as odd as the folks who stayed in France were odder still was what, what happened to those who managed to get out hang on do that again I mean, okay just, you wanted to say your thing i just wanted to say one more thing about this the mm. only the only problem with as, as funny as that is and as much as i respect the poshos for for really leaning into the bit mm-hmm. um there is also that weird posh it's kind of um like clout shark thing you mm. know the peasants start what is the coolest and funniest thing ever which is mm-hmm. cutting their heads off and sticking them on spikes it's and they have a real funny. cultural fun yeah, yeah. and they're like well we're gonna do the same thing but kind of safe. It's like you ever been to like a kink party? No, oh God, no, Rory, are... I haven't. I haven't been to <laughs> just a kink to be... <laughs> party. Just to be clear, I don't mean like weird, freaky people. Yeah, I yeah. mean like I want to wear black. You yeah, know? yeah, oh yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh Jesus, this is tiresome. And I don't mean because I want it to. Be it's a like real when people. Thing. It's like when people say like, oh, I'm coming out as kinky or whatever. Yeah, it's like, no, it's... you're fucking not. You're it's not, not the yeah. same. Jesus um yeah, i don't need to hear this and also you've kind of made it boring you know but it's also worse than that it's like a guy shot a guy and then another guy got out one of those bang gun <laughs> prank things like bam it's the same exactly get me now sorry you, yeah. you you were all you did for decades was try to be cool and host mm-hmm. parties and dress in a certain way and you were just out cooled by your underclass you know much cooler thing you you can't beat him as ever as yeah, ever yeah as ever. um i'm just realizing if we may go back to the bang gun, I, I thought you bang used to gun. think of old pranks as kind of like harmless. But yeah. This is a dude pulling out a gun and be like, oh, no, it's a joke. I, w- I wasn't actually going to shoot you. That's for the second you believed I, somebody you love, was killing you. Yeah. 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 It's just a little joke. Just a fucking look Here's at it. Here's a flag. Yeah. Devo, that's Devo a culture who knew guns well. They were like, they were like, oh yeah, that's a that's a gun. That's a yeah. There's always guns around here. Exactly. In terror as well, I would definitely read the flag that said "bang" on it and still believe I was shot. Like my brain wouldn't quite. Compute yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Maybe that's like, what happens. Well, I heard a bang. I mean, I read a bang. I yeah, mean, yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. That's what happens when you die. They don't say that, but your brain it's just a big bang. It doesn't hear. Yeah, yeah. You just see the word "bang." Yeah. You know, in Adam West Batman style. Mm. But as odd as the folks who stayed in France were, odder still was what happened to those who managed to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, and this brings us to our final story, which is, I think, my favorite one. This is probably the most interesting, I think. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we need to kind of step back a little bit to 
to explain it. Um, okay. During the terror, Robespierre condemned the Colonel Victor de Louis de Noël, a prominent military man, to death. Um, he didn't think much of it, but by 1793, his entire family had been sentenced to death, and he himself had suffered a few prison terms. It wasn't good. Despite being a Republican, it wasn't safe. So he emigrated yeah. to England and then to Philadelphia. He had spent some time in the States previously. It just made sense. He really made louis look like an idiot He's like you can just go uh, yeah. go to any of the other places yeah, yeah you're gonna be fine um uh but a man named omar de talon had a harder go of it he was a french counter-revolutionary and advisor to louis the 16th he similarly knew that france wasn't it and mm. that he went down so he went down to ports to escape um there he met a man called bartholomew laporte which is a weird facet <laughs> of this story um that is that is the only element of this, which is, you know, they say stranger than fiction. Yeah, like, yeah Because yeah. no one would keep that in. It's yeah, like, you'd cut the, yeah. the port and he'd be called, but that's so annoying. It's hokey. It's yeah. not. It's like a, it's why, why? Like, it offers nothing. Um, or it's, it's like in a, like a, a Ghibli translation film where it's like, hello, I'm Mr. Port. And they're yeah, like, that's yeah, yeah. definitely not what they intended. Oh, yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, I run the port. It's me, <laughs> port man. And you're like, that can't be right. Or worse still, it's like a Joss Whedon like, <laughs> style quip of like, oh, I'm Laporte. I hang yeah. around the ports. That's oh, what I do. Oh, yeah. Port guy running the port. It, oh, you know. If I was called Laporte, I wouldn't hang around ports. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. oh, um, God, yeah, well, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, Every eyebrow cocked in that scene. Yeah. You know? um, and in some ways, Talon learned from Louis' mistakes because he hires Laporte as his valet instead of pretending to be a valet. And Smart. This guy knows what's it up. pays off because Laporte is shoved in a wine caster and makes it to Philadelphia. Wicked. Um, I don't know why they are all going to Philadelphia. Um, much of this is taken from Susan Tassin's book, Pennsylvania Ghost Towns and Covering the Hidden Past, including this very quote. Um, winter arrived early and the pampered aristocrats were stranded in the wilderness with no shelter or infrastructure in the bitter cold. The local American settlers pitched in, helping the exiles hastily build log cabins and providing them with rations to keep them alive over winter, which I have to imagine is the most passive aggressive saving <laughs> of anyone's life there's been. I think, um, the reason they went to America was that during, um, the American Revolutionary War, France really assisted America in breaking free from oh, the I British. Right, and right, so that right. there was a there's a strong bond there and Thomas Jefferson was a huge um, mm. uh, Francophile. But but that's actually one of one of the weirder elements of the story is as as you say, some of these are aristocrats, right? Mm. So some aristocrats help the Americans overthrow the British, mm -hmm. but then they aren't so keen when it, you know, happens within their own country. Yeah. And some Americans uh, you know, want to support the American aristocrats, mm. and some are like, no, 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 no. This is what we fought for. It was also divisive. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. The French Revolution. <laughs> no, the 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 topic of yeah. or like I don't know the international relations of two different absolutely, things, like, yeah. and it's a real fissure that runs through both countries. You know, how radical are we being? Mm -hmm. And so I'm really annoyed. Actually, I can't remember what jo Thomas Jefferson thought, but he was he was kind of criticized by other Americans for being mm. too French, which you know. <laughs> fucking i don't know how time you sign changed. up for that with french people I'm sorry <laughs> if all your friends are french that can't be your take you can't be he's too french what does that mean <laughs> that doesn't mean, i get what you mean but that's not you can't like that guy stinks of being french he's so I'd, french i'd say to you you're meeting a french guy later you're like oh great i hope he seems italian like what no he's just I hope french. he's less french than the last one yes yeah. um, um uh, and the French like brought loads of their pomp and circumstance with them. They mm -hmm. were like there was even including like the <laughs> crates. Yeah, they'd, like <laughs> they, just, they pry open, <laughs> spring out like 
pan- uh, like trick snakes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They had well, they had silverware that locals apparently hadn't seen before. There was like oh my um, God. all this sort of stuff, but they were scraping Fuck by. These guys. I know. Well, you'll you'll hate them more when you hear their showing plan. up in you know more lace than it takes to clothe a family for ten <laughs> years. You know, what's the big carriage to get across the thing? Like they don't know any different. They can't live without it. Um. But they, they sort of scrape by, and Louis Marie. Oh, and I'm sure mother, they scrape by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking six course really dinners. Really down on their luck. Yeah, they're really these these little boys. Um, I'm sleeping in the silverware. So <laughs> they they're getting by, but they decide they need a settlement in case that exact situation happens again. Oh. It made sense to build a settlement because French folk they weren't just fleeing France; they were also fleeing Haiti from like slave uprisings. Coolest and, thing ever to happen, by the way. And many financiers were actually sympathetic to their cause. Uh, see you know, wanting to scalp them for all the worth. Because <laughs> uh, there was a few of these finances, including Robert Morris, John Nicholson, and Stephen Girard, who had recently bought up thousands of acres of land but were having trouble bringing in settlers. Because, uh, you know, settlers have to settle. <laughs> um, just, I imagine it was like, yeah, we want settlers. We never really... There were more travelers, I guess. <laughs> but we wanted... We think it's really yeah, good for a really settler. stay, yeah. They used all our tea bags, and now they're gone. Yeah, um, but they, they worked with lawyers to negotiate the location of the settlement, and over the next few years, bought up more land, um, sort of organizing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 300 acres were designed as a planned community with a two-acre market square, a gridiron oh. pattern of broad streets, and 413 residential lots of roughly one half acre each. Orchards, agricultural plots, grazing lands, and forests lay beyond the village. Um, For French expatriated aristocrats yeah french aristocrats (laughs) home on the range (laughs) how is this not a sitcom oh my god i literally don't know yeah let's okay so who are we gonna get we got got joe McHale. uh (laughs) we got i'm hearing i want gerard depardieu (laughs) in a much needed revival of his career (laughs) so he goes all kings of queens from the artists (laughs) (laughs) um the thing is, though, what you say about the aristocrats, too, because they couldn't seem to learn the satisfaction of a hard day's work. You can't, like, unlearn poncy idiocy. No. Um, Who's going to, like, clean the toilets yeah, in the French literally. Yeah, literally. Yeah, they don't like, know. That's a difficult question for actual leftists. Yeah. It's going to be even harder for people who, like, um, faint at the sight of sweat. Literally. Um, uh, they hired local Americans to do all those jobs who apparently took advantage of the language barrier, <laughs> overcharged the normalmen for each house they built. <laughs> Um, after they'll, here's the thing, they'll have no idea how you build a house, right? Yeah. It was like, oh, the wall isn't full of gold. What? Oh, I've got to fill the. <laughs> These walls need gold. Oh, oh, I see. oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Go, go ahead, go yeah, ahead. Literally... That's fine. <laughs> Couldn't help but notice the door handles, no duck feathers. <laughs> Is that going to be a problem? Um, oh, shit, after the touch of my hand, because it was quite, it wasn't softer as I'd like. Yeah. Whatever you need, whatever you need. You know? There's no velvet in my tea. Um, <laughs> Is that an American thing? Or, um, but not only Rory. So, after three months of you know construction, thirty log cabins stood on the pasture, and royalists began filling the homes. They even began setting up businesses producing furs and pots. Oh, of course, yeah, producing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, selling yeah. these pots I have here with me. But it wasn't like they didn't go native yeah, for yeah, a better yeah. uh, answer they didn't you know it was a gap year but they weren't like full gap year spirituality or whatever no exactly they're not they don't they're not wearing any beads no they're no not, no you know. it was uh quote parisian fashion had plowed its way to the prairie cabins were lined with fleur-de-lis wallpaper and rococo furniture oh my god women wore silk gowns and sparkly jewels a stark contrast to the gritty dirt-covered farmers who lived <laughs> nearby 
Um, the creme de la creme of the colony was an opulent 3,600 square foot mansion dumb, dubbed La Grande Maison. <laughs> Fuck's sake, guys. Look, all our buildings were named hundreds of years ago by smarter people than us. Yeah. You know, we, we're, we're just starting out. We're big trying. house. The big house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like the, the big, big house. house. It's all in the delivery. Like, La Grande Maison. <laughs> Um, that is fucking incredible, fellas. You have been contextualized. You know, you no, now no. live at the end. Modernity has arrived, and yeah. you are doing rococo out on the prairie. That's amazing. Yeah, they just made it work. They were just like, <laughs> I'm not going to change my vision for what they gentrified Whatever. Philadelphia. <laughs> what everybody said about decadent French fashion is that it's timeless. You know, it works yeah, yeah. anyway. It's practical. <laughs> you know, you're going. Oh yeah, you like this stuff. You're into this. Yeah, you I've like never be... seen silverware like this before. <laughs> I like to be fastened into so many buttons that most of my veins don't work anymore. <laughs> Let me tell you, let's throw a bal de victim. Let me dress up <laughs> like many of my dead friends. Uh, here's the culture. Uh, the girls, titties out. <laughs> Fellas, what more do I need to say? You know, these guys down the street are all right. You know? I don't mind them so much. Um, so they get really touchy when I like you know bring up bring my axe around. <laughs> <laughs> we have one rule here, okay? Yeah, yeah. You do not play that shit. I heard I didn't know what it meant, but I brought this guillotine. Did you like guys like that? It's the only Dang. French thing I know. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you love these. Yeah, watch yeah. this. You cut your fridge. <laughs> um, for ten years. <laughs> For 10 years, this lasted. Oh, my God. Some 200 French exiles lived at Asylum, which is what they called the village. Oh, um, wicked. Many were confidants of the king. They were courtiers, army officers, special clergy, and other nobility. Even Louis Philippe, who'd later be named King of France, <gasps> no less, was Whoa, said to have visited. That's a huge get. Um, what we have is, yeah, it's the first gap here. It's insane. They just Absolutely. did it. Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. learned proudly nothing yeah right? they literally <laughs> oh you've turfed out the french aristocracy well we'll just do our shit anyway you know um, we don't care yeah i work in every room i don't <laughs> need to tone this down you are just i am who i am you know um but it didn't you know as much like any gap year it had to end yeah, um, yeah. daddy's money had to run out yeah. sometime yeah you gotta um, call that says come home sweetie you're doing the deloitte yeah he grad stole scheme, the whether you like it or not yeah yeah <laughs> What are you doing, son? You're a hostel. You're working in a hostel. I've got really KPMG I... right here on the line for you. I really think I'm making inroads. <laughs> um, and that's kind of what happened because the original backers went bankrupt and the oh. refugees stopped receiving money from royalists overseas. Um, yeah, they do know what's happening in France, right? Like every hand that writes them checks is being cut off and yeah, ceremonies yeah, 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 thrown into a big pot. But by the late 1790s, also, many of the French had moved to southern cities or returned to Santo Domingo. Um, plus, Napoleon was letting exiles come back from like 1803. Nice, smart so move. They just kind of got bored of it. They were like, this is fun, <laughs> but like, I want to be back in France. I want to, because like, they speak French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I'm really sick of, like, selling furs and pots. I'm almost out of furs. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are going to get wise any minute now. And they're going to realize, I know that they're asking for money. Yeah. I, just, I yeah, play yeah. the French card all the time. I think they literally just came to, like, what am I doing? This is ridiculous. Yeah, like, I need God. to fucking get it together. My, my um, velvet shoes are so dirty. The town plots were abandoned and absorbed into larger tracts of land that were farmed for most of the 19th and 20th centuries and then sold off to other families in the area. It, as much as they entered, they left as much as they entered, like yeah. in the economy of it all. Mm -hmm. So as Island passed into history, um, look at my Rococo furniture in despair, I guess. <laughs> it's like... Um, too bad. Hang on. I'm trying to think of a joke. I don't know. It's not there. Good to announce that. I know. I know you were about to move on. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I well, want two vast and trunkless legs, but I want something silly and aristocratic. Mm. But... I will, you know. Two vast and trunkless necks. <laughs> <laughs> Good, yeah. Uh, what was that fella's name? The poet? The po- Percy no, Shelley. No, Ozymandias. Ozymandias, yeah. Top bloke, that guy. Yeah, what a dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know... We we laugh, but we do still remember. Yeah, it, to know? be fair, like <laughs> Shelley did a lot. Exactly. That guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one of his you wanted to... fell over. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I literally on... know his name. He's on he's on Emmy winning TV shows. <laughs> you know. Brian Cranston yeah. said his name. Um, but what do you think he would do if you showed him Breaking Bad? <laughs> <laughs> well, Ramsey's the second like Breaking Bad. That's the question. I think he'd like it right up until it goes wrong. Where yeah. He's like, you fucking did it, man. And then yeah. he's like, I hate it when he kind of fell off. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be a show about a guy who keeps winning. Yeah. Um, as I did. I was like upset. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, as much as it, you know, sort of faded, it's always remembered in literature. And I'd like to end the episode on a poem oh, by Eliza please. Arnoux, who stayed there. Um, and a poem that was written about asylum. Um High above... Hang on, hang on. Just re- I was just getting into the <laughs> mode, man. I don't read a lot of poetry. Should we end it properly? Should we, yeah. Should we, should we say... Why don't you do a little... Pre- oh, do you mean do pre- the full end? Pre-wrap yeah, yeah, yeah. up and then say... Okay, all right. That's well, cute. We're going to end on a poem. This has been That's Writ. And then okay, cool. Poem. Okay. Um, I'd, okay. So I'd like to end on a poem by Eliza Arnoux that was written about Xylem that I think is pretty... Uh, Pretty, t- pretty suitable pretty to this episode. Um, it's not often that poems uh, jump out at you like that, but sometimes <laughs> you feel something. Um, but before we go, I'd just like to say uh, thank you so much for listening. If you are, we really love doing this, and we really love everyone who listens. Um, we, uh, If you like the episode, leave us a good review on iTunes. It helps us find people. Mm-hmm. Um, tell your friends. Tell everybody. Word of mouth. It's still the best form of marketing. I don't care what the marketing people say. Um, w- tell your parents, right? I want parents listening to the pod, you know? Yeah. D- bring it up whenever. Make yeah. a cup of tea. You had that at the dinner table yeah. in a minute in the middle of an argument. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really derail that. Thing. Do what we want you to do for us. What Euphoria is doing, <laughs> where people sort of talk about it a lot, but I don't really know what it is. Oh yeah, they uh, talk about it very obliquely and and, and passionately. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I and you no just kind of know, and you're like, I really should get on. I should really watch <laughs> That's Rich. I heard I hear the girls are hot on that show. Uh, <laughs> That's what I want you to think. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, as I say, thanks so much for listening. Um, tune in next month. Uh, we'll have another episode. Um, um, I've been Daniel McKeown. I've been Roy Kelly. High above the winding river in a flood of morning sunlight near the lodge of Rock Mount Sun- Summit. Fuck! <laughs> sorry, sorry, take it again. I kind of like wave. It's just this big ending. <laughs> okay. That was kind of good. Stand High above. <laughs> <laughs> This is ad nauseum till fade yeah. out. I don't ever get it right. I mess up one line. Hi, Aboof. Oh, shit. Uh, can you tell that I was watching Brian Cox reading Burns poetry earlier? That I just want to do this. I can't um, know, but I see it. High above the winding river in a flood of morning sunlight near the lodge of Rockmount Summit, oft I pause of time forgetful as I gaze across asylum, rock-bound veil of dreams pathetic. Bye-bye. Good night, sweet prince. <laughs> <laughs>